This week on Rockstar Superhero. Sure, you can hear certain aspects of other voices or styles in her, but it's impossible to deny that this incredible woman just does things in a different way. Everything is different with her. Her style is understated. Her vocals are understated. Maybe that's not only her normalcy, but when coupled with the complex music her band Mobius creates, perhaps it's required. Ellie and I had a wonderful chat on musical style and relevance and the challenge of living a unique life in a ubiquitous and noisy world. Her music is best felt when listened to. It's about the voice as a musical instrument, not something that stands alone. She is part of a unit, a real group. Mobius is special because, well, what they're doing can't be explained easily because it's never been done. It's just Mobius. Mark my words, it's really groundbreaking. Our interview did have one tiny moment where her phone died, but we charged it back up to finish the show, and I think we ended well. All of this to say, please take a moment out of your day and listen to her great band Mobius, or any of her side projects, and just take in the plaintive voice of this epic woman. This is my interview with a thoughtful and kind soul, the groundbreaking Eleandria, on the Rockstar Superhero Podcast. Thank you so much, Ellie, for being here on the show. I'm really, really honored. I love what you do. I think it is beautiful and ethereal. And there's this wandering spirit about you, this, this feeling that's really remarkable and unmistakable and uniquely yours. And what I wanted to ask you right off the bat is, the way you sing and the way you approach music seems like you're confronting a spirit. And I don't know if anybody's ever said this to you, but it's quiet and playful, but it's also, there's a challenge to like the underworld. There's this dark quality to it that I find really fascinating and I couldn't wait to ask what you thought. So tell me about your voice. Thank you so much. Um, first, I'm really happy that uh, it inspires you so many images and this cool thing. I've heard that already, probably because I have a touch of Carnatic Indian vocals and um, different types of voices, um, which can be, um, yeah, um, religious, sometimes spiritual a bit, like. Uh, on the album of Mobius, for instance, sometimes I sing in Sanskrit and mm -hmm. um, it's, it can be really like um, possessed a bit, you know, because the voice is really, uh, I'm not screaming, I'm not uh, singing a melody, I'm just speaking words which are really uh, strong. And um, yeah, maybe there is something spiritual in it. I'm not really 
um, personally in the in any religion. Mm-hmm. Um, but to me, singing is a bit my religion. A bit my religion. I mean, uh, it's a way to me to focus, to um, being, to be centered on myself, to mm-hmm. be zen, um, to be happy, uh, and um, it's a way to be true. Because in to me, in the everyday life, you you play your part a bit. You have to be polite. You have to be on time. You have to be this and that at work. And when you sing, you're just free, and you can be anyone you want. You can be anything you want. You just yeah, you're just honest. So it's maybe the place where I can be myself and where I can be, um, yeah, spiritual maybe. So, yeah. 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 I'm really nope. happy that inspires you to, um, this feeling. By the way, sorry for my English. Sometimes I'm a bit. Uh, <laughs> no, it's fantastic. <laughs> okay, <super>. The best <laughs> thing I, the only thing I can remember in French is I took a class in high school and I had to learn how to say, you know, je m'appelle Robert, right? You know, you know, I was like, let's see, what was the, uh, bonjour Guy, bonjour Michel, ça va? Oui, ça va et toi? Pas mal. You know what I mean? That sort of thing. <laughs> awesome. Your accent is great, just so you know. Really good. I just need to practice it. Um, do you recognize the enchantment of your voice? Do you, do you know what I mean by this? Mm, I think I do, but um, the thing is, since it's my voice, mm-hmm. um, I don't hear it the same way as you do. You know, mm. I grew up with it. I was born with it. I just, uh, you know, uh, I don't hear it uh, like the others do. And probably it's the same for you. Uh, you record shows and so on. And I'm sure the, I'm sure that the first time you heard your own voice recorded, yeah. You could, yeah, it's the reaction that everybody has, even me. When I heard myself the first time, I was really like, is it me? That's weird. That's uh, ugly. That's uh, that's not me. And there yeah. is this re- reject uh, reflex, you know. And um, it's just because we don't hear our own voice the way people around uh, hear it. And yeah. um, so the enchantment you talk about, I don't know. I'm just with myself. Mm-hmm. So, <laughs> no, that's, I mean, that's fair. When I found out I was going to have a chance to speak with you, of course, I went and looked through a lot of your back catalog on YouTube and listened to as much music as I could. And one thing I notice, and I, I get it because it's, it's a video. So you're kind of acting, but I felt like your performances in the videos were how you are in real life that that there is a focus on the internal as you're singing very much like what Kate Bush does okay and i hope that's a i hope that's a compliment because i love kate bush thank you thank you very much <laughs> yes um, i recognize what i mean i understand what you mean and now you say it i um, i agree I'm really with myself and that's probably why uh, most of the time when I sing, I sing with closed eyes. I noticed that um, uh, a few weeks ago, I checked all my thumbnails and I realized that I'm always like singing with the hands. I always have something with my hands as if I was singing like with my hands Mm -hmm. and also always the, the eyes closed. And 
I don't know. I, I like, like, like you say, when we are in a video, we, we play a character a bit. Um, but um, when I'm singing, it's like, okay, I put the character on the side and the character is the everyday life uh, social uh, Ellie, you know, but when I sing, I'm just me. And uh, that's, uh, that's nice. Yeah. Yeah. I imagine you have a lot of people tell you who you sound like. In other words, most people never really say that sounds like Ellie. It's more like, oh, that sounds like Kate Bush, right? What I just said, or, or the Cocteau twins, right? Or, mm -hmm. or whatever they, whatever they hear. When I hear influences in your voice and I'm making big assumptions, but I hear, I do hear Cocteau twins and Kate Bush, but what I really hear is Sade and Swing Out Sister. And I don't know if you are familiar in, because I, of course, I don't know how old you are and I'm not going to ask, but in 1988 or 89, there was a band that came out from the UK called Swing Out Sister, and they had a song called Breakout. And your voice reminds me of hers. Um, it's not vibrato heavy. Mm -hmm. It's it's plaintive, and the the note is very straight. So, do you know this song that? Don't start to ask. Na, 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 make it last. I know I'm embarrassing I, myself, but uh, no, not at all. It was nice. Thank you. <laughs> I I don't know this song, but it's okay. um, probably I heard it. If it's a if it's a big hit, probably I heard it already. Yeah. But uh, after our call, I will uh, I will check. <laughs> okay. Well, I yeah, I think what happens with influences, people like me assume that because they recognize something you do and what they've heard in the past, that that must be your influence. So let me ask you then, what famous voices helped you find yours? Um, yeah, but, uh, let me think. Uh, first, most of the time, what I heard was, um, hey, you sound a bit like um, Dead Can Dance or um, uh, Eivor a bit, mm. or... Um, vocalist traditional vocalist like that okay but actually i grew up with music which was not in the the mainstream um, music uh, i heard a lot of um, tradition music from himalaya or from pakistan um, india of course yeah and um, nat native Ameren america um, songs also Mm -hmm. because my mother was just a big fan of uh, world music and we had that at home. Uh, I also heard some uh, lyrical uh, and uh, classical voices, which I also study and I, I sing. So I don't have like one band or uh, one vocalist who really inspired me to, to develop my vocals. Um, I just took a bit of many things and uh, yeah, it grew like that. But now uh, I released um, a few uh, albums, two albums with Mobius and a few demos and a few songs. People mm -hmm. tell me, hey, you, song, you, you sound like her or like her. So I discover those famous uh, musicians. You know, I discover them after. So that's really cool. Like Dead Can Dance. I didn't know it uh, before uh, two years ago. I discovered yeah. that two years ago approximately. So I was wow, such a big surprise. But what I discovered is also that 
that can dance listen to a lot of world music which i did also so i recognize you know uh, uh, same influences from them from me you know uh, anyway i'm uh, i'm rambling but um but yeah i don't have one vocalist but what i can say is that there is one vocalist who is kind of di really different from me doesn't have the same voice as me at all uh, but who inspired me to to really work on my vocals and to become a metal vocalist it's mm -hmm. uh, simon simons from epica Mm -hmm. So metal, uh, symphonic metal band. Mm -hmm. And uh, she was singing in lyrical, but also pop a bit. And it was with this heavy metal music in the back. So that's how I discovered metal, kind of. And I was really like, wow, it's so powerful, but also so uh, melodic. So I yeah. wanted to to sing and so on the songs of Epica. So I was a shy teenager in my room, hiding from the world. I didn't want anyone to listen to me. And uh, yeah, I worked on that. And I... I wanted a bit to sing like her because when you begin to sing or when you begin to play an instrument, you just want to play like your idol yeah. or, you know, it's normal. And, uh, and at a point I, I realized that, yeah, that's cool, but I'm not good enough. That was my conclusion. Like I'm not good enough. I will never sing as good as her or like her or like him or like, uh, you know, so I gave up <laughs> and I began to do my weird things like, uh, well, a bit of lyrical, a bit of pop, a bit of uh, a bit of weird growl, a bit of uh, Mongolian uh, weird things, and I began to explore. and And then it's when I gave up the idea to become as good as this one mm. that I began really to find my own uh, voice. I think mm. if it makes sense. It it absolutely makes sense, especially with the style of music and the influences you said your mother helped you with, right? Um, I think it's wonderful that you had such a diverse uh, musical palette to draw from. And it's a, lot, it's a lot more rare, sadly, than it should be. I think most people, they grow up, you know, with what their parents are listening to typically. And I did as well. But I think both you and I are examples of people who our parents had a big palette. They had mm. very much, very many different styles that they liked, but that also encouraged us to go find what turned us on, so to speak, right? And, you know, everything from gospel to heavy metal, you know, it's, it's all really fascinating. I think what makes you really special is that you have decided to not try to copy, as you mentioned, you know, Simone from Epica, but, but, but to be you, to figure yourself out. And when you play with a band like Mobius or when you do the other projects you're a part of, they are all so unique and, and disparate that the, the sounds are very, very different is maybe the best way to put it. it. It forces your voice to be an instrument rather than the focus of the song, if that makes sense. Yes, it does. Um, and I'm really uh, happy that you say it um, because in the mixing and in the composition, the arrangements, the mixing and so on, mm -hmm. it's really something I 
try to focus on it's, it's uh, that the voice is to me of course um, a particular instrument of course every instrument is particular mm -hmm. uh, if there is a guitarist yeah. listening to that it will be like eh! <laughs> <laughs> every instrument is really unique and particular but what i mean is each voice is unique um, depending how you were born so physically how you're made how you grew up if you're uh, self-confident or a bit shy or if you're stressed if you're tired um yeah your path as a musician or not and so on it's every voice is really unique and everybody can sing and everybody has a, a vocal vocal treasures you know it's not like ah vocalists are uh, you know, uh, Daven, uh, I don't know what, uh, when I was younger, I thought that like, there are people who can sing and there are people like, what? And actually, no, I think everybody has a lot of richness in the voice, but you just have to explore it and to be patient and kind with yourself. Like, mm. okay, doesn't work uh, like that. Uh, you take your time, you improve and so on, you, you explore. And I think, yeah, the, the thing you said about, I don't want to copy, at first, I wanted to. Uh, it was also a way to learn. But then I gave up, not because I was like, okay, I will find my own identity, but because it was useless. I understood that I won't, uh, I really felt, really felt like it won't work. I won't be Simon Simon's piece. <laughs> and then with the years and so on, I thought, but it's useless to be another Simon Simon's anyway. So, <laughs> Let's try crazy things, but um, I, I forgot the I forgot the question completely. I'm getting no. yes. uh, an instrument. Yes, the, the voice is the voice is particular, but it's also behind the words and the lyrics and so on. First, it's uh, yeah, it's an instrument. You can do um, plenty of things with it. And okay, I will take this example. Um, during the, con the first containment, the first lockdown in France uh, last year, I uh, made a project with Adam Yanzi, who is the drummer of Pola. Yes. And everybody was uh, locked down, so no way to meet the bands, to play and so on. So we decided like, hey, it's the opportunity to make a crazy thing. Let's make a duet. Let's make a metal cover, but without any metal instrument. So we'll see how it goes. And we had no idea how about, how about it would turn. And uh, in the end, it turned out to be a very interesting way to use my vocals. I sung some parts in the songs, uh, which were guitars. I sung some um, keyboards. Uh, so I was just doing some weird things like, OK, the guitar sounds like, <laughs> so I did that. And then, then I did that. But I just explored, and it was really funny so in that project voice is really an instrument it plays the guitar it plays the keyboard and so on and i love using the voice like that so you have the voice which is instrument and you have the voice which is um, the words the spoken voice you know yeah. so i play with both and uh, i made many songs without any lyrics or uh, just uh, instruments yeah and that was the project called odd covers correct exactly Yes, because I, we didn't know how to call it, and we said it's covers, but it's weird. Weird covers, it was a bit no, so yeah. odd, sound cool. <laughs> yeah, no, it's wonderful. And it actually, when I listened to that, that's what made me think of Kate Bush. Because Kate Bush, especially in the early 1980s, 
she was doing music where she was she was doing animal sounds i don't know if you've ever listened to an album of hers called the dreaming but absolutely please look it up there's an album called the dreaming i want to say it came out in 82 or 83 um she was 25 years old when she did it and it is an absolute masterpiece of sound and effect and weirdness and oddness and beauty and dissonance and and it's violent and lovely and scary and sweet and weird it's just weird but it's so powerful you know what i mean and i i tell you ellie i you may not have been influenced by her but i love the idea that as you increase in um, your skills and other people discover you, that you will be the influencer of your generation. I really believe that. There's something really, really <laughs> beautiful and intangible about what you do. I don't tell this. I don't say this out loud. I, will, I just wouldn't say it. So it's really good. That's, that's very, uh, wow. <laughs> Thank you. Um, I will definitely uh, listen to this album after. I want to hear those animal sounds, just so you know. Yeah. And, uh, yeah. If it can, uh, if it can uh, give some, if I can give some ideas to others, uh, enjoy, enjoy, yeah. really. Yeah. But yeah, sometimes the animal sounds. I just think about it. Uh, you know, when you're a kid, sometimes you just try to imitate the cat or imitate the dog or things like that, and then it creates so many weird sounds. And um, imitating the cat, for instance, if you do it really in the nose, really high, you can really develop uh, like the diphonic vocals, you know, yeah. like the, all the harmonics of the, if you do things like yeah. that, yeah. you can really use a weird voice, which I love. I love using this voice because it's powerful with no effort and it's really weird. Uh, yeah, you, you can, uh, I encourage everyone to do the animal sounds and to explore the voice like that. It's really funny. <laughs> you know, what makes you, I, I know I, I sound like I'm praising you a lot, and I am, but here's the thing, when you have, and, and I know people are going to hear this, and they're going to roll their eyes with what I'm about to say. They are. They're going to say, oh, come on. But here's the thing. It takes courage to do what you're doing because it's not been done. People don't necessarily know how to respond when music challenges them or right causes them to listen to it in a way that isn't um isn't reactive most of the time people put the music on to hear in the background you know they're doing something they're having dinner or talking to friends at a party but your music and, and I mean, I would say that Mobius in particular, because of the kind of music it is, the challenge of it, and, and I want to talk about this, is it forces you to stop what you're doing and pay attention. And your voice really, really is the, you know, is the keystone, is the, is the, is the, the focus of that. And I just wanted to say stick with the bravery because I know that has to be challenging at times. I imagine people tell you, why don't you do this or that? Or do they just say, wow, that's fascinating. 
Well, both. <laughs> Thanks. Um, yeah, about Mobius, you're right. It's not a song that you can... Um, if you just put it in the background like that, Kala album, for instance, you just mm -hmm. put it in, just play it in the background, you will be maybe a bit annoyed, like it's mm -hmm. a bit, uh, you know, technical and so on. So when you are in a party, you just want to chill and talk and uh, eh, you don't put that in the background because it's a bit too particular. But if you listen to it like a bit, you give a bit of attention, then you can, if you like the style, of course, you can really uh, go into it and let you drive by, by this. Mm -hmm. And uh, about my voice, I heard that, yes, that in Mobius you have the instrumental, which is um, very rich and kind of technical sometimes, but my voice is um, a door, a simple door, you know, like I don't wow. scream, I don't growl, it's melodic, it's uh, light vocals, so it's not light, uh, clean vocals, sorry. Yes, it's yes, that's, vocals, so, it's good. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so yeah, you can... It's a bit more pop, popular, you know, so you can uh, go into the music with it. And I'm very happy of it because that's a bit the challenge with uh, Mobius. I think the vocals and the keyboards, the big work of my keyboardist, uh, are really um, the, the doors to make it more popular, more mm. easy. Accessible. Listening. Accessible, thank you. Uh, exactly. If... Um, we really work uh, on that in the arrangements to make it accessible to anyone because progressive metal is such a complicated genre for people who don't know it. They can be a bit lost and so on. So we want to try to do something uh, that everybody can listen to. Mm. Um, yeah. So. Yeah, no, that's great. That's great. You, you mentioned your mother listened to um, a lot of different styles, world music. Was she a big influence on you as a musician personally? Um, I'm not from a musician's family. There mm. is no one in my family uh, singing or playing an instrument. Um, but she's a big influence in terms of yeah, my uh, musical landscape. Mm. I really uh, grew up with um, world music, but later she began to listen to neo metal new metal like Linkin wow Park, biscuit and system of a down she wow to, yes yes it was her not me she's uh, cool <laughs> she's really cool she's really cool uh, one day i went to a show with her just to enjoy a rap, uh, rap concert you know wow. and uh, i was holding the bag the tickets and i i i look uh, somewhere and my mom was already at the first uh, you know, just uh, at the yeah. basis of the stage. And she was like, yeah, I was like, Mommy, it's a rap concert, but okay. <laughs> so she's, yeah, she's really uh, cooler than, uh, than me. And uh, then, uh, <laughs> but yeah, I, I have a, I'm very lucky about that. I don't have a musician family, but she, she really influenced me about nice. all of this listening, uh, world music, jazz music, uh, classical music, rap, uh, R&B. It was uh, thanks to her. So, Mm. Yeah, that's cool. Yeah, may I ask you a question about lyrics? Sure. Well, okay. So when you, uh, so let me tell you why I'm asking. Um, I have never been a person that listens to the words. Never. I just don't. I'm a drummer, and I so I'm drawn to rhythms and textures 
which is why I notice your voice doing what it's doing, because I'm listening to it as an instrument versus the words you're saying. But obviously there are words. And when you write those words, is it you alone that writes them or is it, does it, does the band write with you? Mobius, I, I guess I'm referring mm -hmm. to right now. No, no, alone. Okay. So here's a question then. Are you building a story for the listener or are you seeking a way to explain how you fit in the story? Oh, that's a nice uh, question. Um, first, I think you will like my answer because you're a drummer. So, <laughs> um, when I write lyrics, first, it's not the lyrics I write. Every time when I compose the vocals on a song, I don't write lyrics and then I try to put them in notes. I First, I sing some yogurt words. Mm -hmm. And then after, I try to, to take text and to put it in the vocals. Oh. So, the first demos of Mobius, all the time, what they receive, when we have to make a demo, it's always a Where's where the parents stand around? Voilà, no lyrics, it's ridiculous. Right, right. <laughs> they have a big imagination, so that's cool. And after I I on the side I write keywords and words I like. I like their musicality. Uh, it was really interesting to work with Sanskrit. Uh, for instance, oh, I like this word, I like this one, etc. But really, the musicality of words, and uh, and after I pick the ones which make sense with the ambience of the song, and the real lyrics come at the end, really at the end. It's musical, it, it, not musical. It's music and it's uh, rhythm before um, before the rest, and oh. sometimes to have a good flow with the with the rhythm because. If I think like, okay, this verse, it's a bit boring. It's always la, 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 la. If I want to do ta, 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 instead, I will try to pick many words to put them in between and to have mm. the right uh, number of, uh, you know, uh, to, to, to have a good rhythm. So that's why I, I say you're a drummer. But I yeah. think the way I compose the vocal sometimes is a bit a drummer thing also. And... Um, so it's like that. And um, about the story, I never, I never say uh, uh, the story. It's uh, I never talk about a character growing up or going to an adventure, etc. Mm -hmm. It's more a mood, an ambience, uh, poetic things. And to me, it makes sense. But it's always opened enough so everybody can see their own images in it. You know, um, so it's never really really uh, precise for mm. me i have my own uh, i have my own interpretation of, of it it means something very strong for me but it's not like okay guys i tell you my life no yeah it's always a bit open yeah that's fantastic you know i kind of got that but i wanted to make sure i was right <laughs> well done, so well I, I, yeah well that that hearing that that the rhythm seems to be the primary focus, which is true. And, and that's wonderful. And, and that's, again, what makes the band so unique. Um, I had read in an article that a few of your members are from Reunion Island. And I actually don't know much about Reunion Island outside of, I think it's in the Indian Ocean out by Madagascar. Is exactly. it, is it a French colony? It, what, what's the... Exactly. 
Yes, okay. uh, it has been a French colony. Now it's uh, yes, it's still French. And uh, yes, you have Madagascar, Réunion Island, and um, Mauritius, which is just next door. And mm -hmm. we also have uh, our guitarist who is from Mauritius. So, wow. Yeah, big influence from there. Yeah, yeah. Does it, so when you mention Sanskrit, is that a key component to the island nations or, or is that um, a fascination you have yourself? It was when we began to talk about the second album, Kala, we thought that we needed to, because we have plenty of influences, we can, we can, do, we can go in many different directions, but we yeah. wanted something coherent and strong. And uh, we decided to, to create a frame. Okay, guys, we will play. Okay, but this is the limits. Okay. And um, what they wanted to do, it was the, um, the idea of uh, Adrien, our drummer, who is coming from this island. He wanted some Indian and Asian um, influences. And it's also a big influence on the Iranian island, the Indian mm. culture, because this island is really mixed. Uh, there, there is a very mixed population there from Africa, Madagascar, uh, France, um, and uh, India, south of India. So it was logical, and also Asia, um, China, and so on. So it's really mixed. And it was a, a volunteer from him to, to, to put this influence in this album. And to me, since I grew up with uh, Indian and Pakistani music, it was also linked to me from another another side. I didn't grow up on the Iranian island, wow. but I also heard a lot of music from there. So for them and for me, it made sense. And it was also a, a nice challenge, like, okay, uh, we don't play the sitar, we don't play the tabla, we never composed konokol in our life, but we took the time during maybe two years to really dig into this culture to read personally i read a lot about it um about the religious uh, part um etc and very quickly i discovered that i wanted to sing a bit in sanskrit and in tamil which is another language from there because first it made sense secondly it has a to me a huge charm it adds so much charm to this album and also it's another way to use um the voice it has different ways to pronounce um, you use different resonances and um, yeah so for all these reasons we went into that and I just say something more about it it was a real surprise but a real um, something I did in my life I said I can say okay this I did it's working with um, musicians from there to write some lyrics in Tamil and in Sanskrit. And so we made some skives. They helped me to pronounce. They helped me with the, the, the meaning of the words because every word in Sanskrit is a big concept. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and I, I didn't want to be like, well, wow, Sanskrit looks, looks very cool. Uh, I'm a yeah. European who knows nothing. I, lay up, uh, I, I take it. No, I really wanted to, to be as respectful as possible. So it was a, very nice moment I had with them uh, working on that. Yeah, no, that's that's a wonderful story, and it shows your personality because what I found about you, um, the things I've seen, and then having this conversation with you today, is you're very thoughtful and 
and you're very, I don't want to say literal, that's not necessarily the right word, but you, you have a very, very direct uh, way of being and expecting. And at the same time, there's this lightness to you. It makes complete sense. And I'm curious, how, how, many, how many languages do you speak? You speak English and obviously French. Um, and do you have a working knowledge of, of these other languages from your bands? Mm -hmm. um, well, I speak French and English, and that's okay. okay. <laughs> I speak a bit of Italian, okay. Uh, mm -hmm. I know a few words in German, that's all. But um, I sang in uh, Swedish, in uh, Mongolian, in uh, Sanskrit, in Tamil, a wow. bit in Creole from the Iranian uh, island. I really like singing in different languages, but that doesn't mean that I speak those languages. I understand. Yeah. I would love to do that, but uh, no, I don't, unfortunately. Maybe yeah. one day, I hope. No, that's wonderful. Mobius is such a band of shade and colors. There's so many different tones that there's, it's almost a genre defying band. It's not just genre bending, but it's like you sound like you. It's the first time I've heard a band ever in my life sound just like themselves and it's actually really hard for me to explain how it makes me feel but it's even harder for me to explain it to somebody that i want to listen to it outside of just trust me and and listen to it and so this is not a religious question but what i find interesting is you with your influences your family the things your mother listened to the things you love and these other people from these islands have found each other and you're a perfect fit you make complete sense and your music makes sense of your sense um, it's not a question as much as how do you think that happens how's how is that is that an accident is that on purpose how does that happen First, um, it's as musicians, it's probably the best compliment uh, we can ever uh, hear. Like you sound like yours, you, and that's all. Mm -hmm. To me, it's so. <laughs> mm. Thank you very much. It, it means a lot, really. You're welcome. Um, so how we met, I think it's funny because we all live around Lyon. We stay around Lyon, so I think uh, it's mostly because we want to continue Mobius and to do our things and to meet each other. Um, but none of us come from Lyon. Uh, we are really from different countries, different parts of France and so on. Mm. And we just met here. And mm. that's, yeah, that's already a, already something. Our path of each of us brought us here. And that's kind of cool. Uh, about this chemical thing which works, to me, I would say that if you are in an environment with people who makes you feel at ease and makes you feel confident, and if you are open-minded to the ideas of each other, and of course, obviously, you like the ideas of each other, it works. Um, I... Um, 
I was very shy when I began to to sing, and at the beginning of Mobius, I was very shy, very uh, I didn't didn't dare to do all this crazy stuff. Um, didn't dare to yeah explore ideas or even to jump a bit on stage and yeah to move weirdly. I didn't <laughs> feel like okay, let's go. No, I was really not someone like super self confident, not at all. But with them, little by little, they made me feel really at ease. And uh, every time I proposed something, they were opened to the idea like, ah, okay, Mon Mongolian vocals, try on, try. Mm. And probably because they really love progressive metal and they listen to different styles of music also. Um, they listen to a lot of uh, hip hop metal, obviously, but um, a bit of baroque music for some of them. Uh, jazz uh, and of course Maloya Sega, which is from the Iranian island. So they are already, um, yeah, open to the ideas. And yeah, as long as you are, uh, as long as you accept the idea that you have no idea how yeah. your music will sound like, yeah, that's okay. And you can be creative uh, altogether. If you are looking for a special result, like we have to sound like that, then you break all the possibilities and you. You know, so, yeah, yeah, that's perfect. <laughs> that is a perfect way to put it. <laughs> well, it's very important that you think this way. It shows your maturity. Um, there are so many bands that are strictly looking to emulate or to get famous or to, you know, to be a celebrity, to make money. Um, and I admit, even I was caught up in that um, because I'm much older than you. So when I was pursuing my career in music, it was how can I get famous? How can I get heard? Because the ability to get your music out was so limited. Nowadays, mm -hmm. we have all these different social media platforms. And that's mm -hmm. how you and I have connected, right? Because we have a mutual friend you know, in Adam Yanzi. And, and he had recommended, I speak to you and listen to your lovely music. And I Thank did. And I was just like, Oh, my goodness, I, I have to talk to her. Um, so yeah, I, I just I just find it really fascinating that you're so um, this is going to be embarrassing, but pure, you, you seem to be a pure artist. And I hope you take that the right way. <laughs> I, I do. I uh, it, yeah. It's very very nice. Um, thank you. Yeah, you're welcome. Yes, I I um. I had this uh, thought also. I think we all do. Um, I don't know it what genre you were as a drummer. Were you mm -hmm. into metal and so on, or were you more into pop? Um, uh, I primarily am into what I would call technical or, excuse me, uh, uh, industrial metal, like uh, Nine Inch Nails, that sort of, you know, where, where you're drumming along with programs and adding. Mm -hmm. It's a flavor to the, to, the, to the rhythm of the synthesizers. I love that kind of stuff. Uh, me too. Okay. Uh, so first, uh, we do progressive metal. So if you want to live thanks to it and to be rich and very famous thanks to it, it's a bit complicated. You need yeah. to the best choice. So when you do progressive metal, first you think uh, it's not to, be, to become extra famous. Uh, right. You do it because you love it, I think. And yeah. Um, But yeah, I... Uh, 
I didn't have the thought of uh, I want to be famous or I want to be rich, but I had the thought of uh, I would like to be um, recognized for myself. You know, mm. uh, I had this question of um, this issue in my mind always when I began. I am a girl in metal. Mm. It's stupid what I'm going to say, but do I have to wear a corset? Yes. Yes. It was a yes. It was really a big question. Of course, it was not the corset, but it's more what it symbolizes. Uh, and uh, um, okay, I will be. Uh, there will be something on my front head. She's a girl in metal. It's a metal fronted metal uh, metal women fronted band, something like that. Yeah. And I was afraid that we were only uh, seen that we would be only seen like that. It was really a fear to me. Like, and it was so so important this thought to me i didn't want to be recognized just because i was a woman um i didn't want that so it was so important and on facebook that on facebook when we released the first demo i had a fake account with a guy name and uh, a fake picture or something and uh, the first pictures of the band you couldn't see my face you couldn't see the face of anyone we were just shadows with the light behind yeah and uh, okay so guys Hello, this is our music. That's all. You know, that was uh, when we released the demo. It was really like that. Like, this is the music. And we wanted to be heard for what we did only. And I was so stressed the first time the music was out. I was like, oh, la la, I hope people will like it. Or I hope it's okay. I hope I'm not bad and so on. And then I had a few good uh, feedback. And then I took confidence. The band encouraged me and so on. So after I took self-confidence and now... I don't care anymore. I'm just, yeah. and that's all. Yeah. Um, but uh, yeah, I, I, uh, I'm rambling again. Uh, I'm no, it's okay. <laughs> it's okay. But, uh, but yeah, I wanted the, the most important for me was really to be recognized for what I can do, what I want to do, what I want to express and not, um, okay, I have plenty of views, plenty of likes, uh, plenty of money and so on. But um is it because I'm extra beautiful or is it because, you know, you never know. So, yeah, yeah it was more important to me to just do what I love. And if people love it, that's awesome. If not, too bad. And we're back. Uh, technical difficulties aside, um, what I wanted to comment on because you had just said it was it has to be very, very difficult to be a woman in this industry you had mentioned you know the the maybe the the need or the feeling that you should wear a corset or that there should be some way to take advantage of you know your looks or your femininity and i of course i have no idea how that feels but you've made a very bold statement because of who you are you continue you continue to be an artist and a musician. And again, this isn't a question as much as it is a statement. I'm so sorry that you have to deal with those sorts of questions or expectations all the time when a man doesn't have to do that. Um, but I applaud you for being, again, the brave woman that says, this is what I choose to do despite social expectations and you hold true to yourself as an artist. And I think that is a really wonderful thing. And if anything, it's why I wanted you on the show, because I could tell you were not 
um, not caught up in what the world expects. You choose your own path, and that's bold. Thank you very much. Um, about this, um, I thought about it a lot, and I think there is one answer per person. Uh, every woman lives a different experience, uh, so I will share only mine. I, of course, had some um, people telling me, uh, oh, maybe you should do that or do this, but it was really a few. It was really a few people, like really, um, I don't know, a few people, not many, many, many. Most of the people I met and most of the musicians and uh, guys I, I met, because in metal it's, of course, a majority of guys, um, they didn't make me feel uh, like I had to change something or I should be more sexy or less this or less that. I've been well welcomed and uh, I never felt uh, big harassment or anything like that. Um, but I would say that there is a social pressure, which is coming from both sides, I would say. Uh, like you have a few guys uh, around me. I had a few guys telling me, eh, maybe if you do that, do that, you will have more views or, but it's really rare. But what I've seen is many girls who uh, play on it a lot, you know, and it looks like it works. So of course you think if I don't do that, it will not work. You know what I yeah, mean? Yeah. So the pressure comes from different parts and also from the side of women sometimes. And um, I think it's not a matter of, um, I, I, I've been through many, many, uh, many, many different uh, steps. I thought I should hide my body. I should hide myself. Then, no, I shouldn't hide myself, but I should be neutral, as neutral as possible. Then, no, I should be like a guy. No, I should be this or that. I had so many uh, mindsets, uh, like there is no solution. And in the end, I think that I can be, I can wear a lot of makeup. I can be very, you know, crop top, etc. It's just, the, the only thing is that I have to do that to be happy with myself. Mm -hmm. And I shouldn't do that to expect the others to like it. You know what I mean? Yeah. So as long as you just do the things for yourself, it's great. And, uh, and doesn't matter how you, how you dress. Doesn't matter if you're half naked on stage, half naked on stage, or if you take super hot pictures and so on, doesn't matter if it's for you, then it's fine. And that's all. If it's uh, to expect a number of views or some things, then it's sad because you will never know if it's for what you do or for how you look. <laughs> yeah. That's my own, uh, uh, but I've never, uh, I've heard, yeah, it's very hard to be a woman in metal or in music. I don't think so. Uh, when you understand uh, what you want to do, uh, you just get rid of it and, uh, and you're free. Yeah. And, uh, I was my main enemy at first. I felt really bad and had many questions because because of the images I saw on the sides. And uh, when I saw Simon Simmons at, at first, I thought I will never be able to sing as good as her, but I also thought I will never be able to be as beautiful as her, etc., oh. etc. And just be yourself, just yeah. give up. Be like me, give up. <laughs> That's the yeah. Best no, it's, it's a great way to put it. You know, in, in America, we use the term jump off the cliff. And ah, yes. basically, right, it meaning just 
jump. Just be you. Be you because your audience will find you. They're looking for something different. There's always, and, and here's the thing. If, if, if it's people like you and I who listen to so many different styles of music, we're going to find you anyway because we're not caught up in just one genre. We're going to be looking for you because a band like Mobius and specifically a voice like yours draws attention because it's so, it feels radical. And, and that's important. So I, I love that. <laughs> My last question for you is when Kala was released, uh, that was almost a year ago. Uh, if mm -hmm. I if I remember correctly, how was the reception? Um, because the music is so deep and complex, and I wonder if it's hard for people to grasp at times. And two, where does the band go from here? Um, you mean what's uh, what's next? Yeah, what's next? What's the direction? Yeah. So um, the the reception was uh, so it was out on February. Uh, last year, so just a bit more than a year ago. Okay. On stage, unfortunately, we played it only once in Lyon, uh, but after COVID, uh, lockdown, and so on, so it didn't live on stage, unfortunately, not yet. Uh, we hope uh, as soon as possible we will do it. Um, but people just uh, enjoy it a lot. Um, they still discover it. They are still discovering it again um, now. Some few how to say, how to say that I'm losing my English. Uh, new people <laughs> discover it still now, and uh, we had great reception in the yeah with the audience with the media's. Uh, we had very curious people who were yeah really digging in the album and asking many questions and interested in the concepts in the instruments in. The roots from of the band and so on it was really a, a big happiness to to us we are really proud of it and we are truly happy to share that with people we are just a bit sad that we don't play on tour yet yeah um yeah. and uh, where we are going now we are actually uh in a few days we have a meeting with the band to define the new frame from the next for the next album and we have uh, two ideas but I'm not allowed to say. <laughs> no, that's okay. <laughs> Sorry, because we we like also the the surprises. You know, yeah. we like being like, hey, this is uh, the direction we take. But we have new challenges uh, in music. Of course, we like to challenge ourselves and to go into other languages for me, into other types of voices. So I'm exploring it now. Um, yeah, so that's really exciting. Good. Good. Well, thank you for taking this time today. Um, obviously, we had a little tiny technical glitch that we saved it, so I'm we're so good. Sorry about it. No, no, it's not. It's <laughs> it's you. just it's what happens. But it's been an absolute honor to meet you. It's been um, an honor to listen to your music. It's been an honor to be challenged by where you're going, and. I will tell you, you know, I, I've become known as this guy who sort of praises and praises and praises. But the <laughs> truth is, um, I'm a real jerk and I don't praise things I don't like. <laughs> so um, thank you for being extraordinary and having the courage to stay 
in the middle of who you are, to not lose sight of that. And my prayer for you is of utmost success and utmost happiness and that you leave the legacy that I know you're, you're meant to leave because there just really is something very, very special about what you're doing and who you are. So don't stop. Don't stop, Ellie. Don't stop. Thank you very much um, for your welcoming and for your kind words. And uh, yeah, uh, don't stop either to meet the uh, artists and so on. It's really great to, uh, to receive a message and to hey. Want to make an interview? That's really great. I um, I I checked the uh, yeah the artists you interviewed and so on. And that's uh, that's really cool. I'm really curious about their interviews too. So yeah, and uh, thank you for your beautiful vibes. Nice oh, okay. meeting with you. So yeah, yeah, I hope hopefully we can meet in the real life one day when COVID stops. So we can play. We can tour. Could we will. We will. Whether you come here or I go there, we'll figure it out. I have so many friends in, in Europe now that there's no reason why I shouldn't come. So we'll make that happen someday. I'm looking forward to that. But thank you for this time. Now, make sure you go listen to Kate Bush, The Dreaming, and you'll love it. I, I promise you. I will check this out. Yes. I promise. I promise. Take care, Ali. Thank you. Bye-bye. Thank you. Bye. -bye. Thank you. Bye.